Welcome to the Gridiron Guide. It's your boy, the Fantasy G. What up, though? It's A2. What up, though? A2. Week 3 is almost in the books, baby. Yep, Monday Night Football going on right now. Yep, yep. We uh, had a good fantasy show on this week. Uh, both of us, actually. We got our first one in our Team Gridiron Guide, eight-man league. Uh, <laughs> which, you know, better late than never. But we're off the schneid. You're working on a DFS victory this week, so yeah. kudos to you. You know what I'm saying? Uh my lineup not as successful. But we gave you some good guys. We gave you some bad ones, you know. Be sure to always check out our DFS show, um, our roster advice show Wednesday, our betting show Friday. Pretty sure uh, you and Matthew finished plus units this week again. So more yeah. free money going all over. So be sure to follow or uh, check those shows out live. Check them out on the replay on Twitch, YouTube. Check out the podcast uh, on Podbean, Spotify, Spotify, Apple Pod. Wherever you listen to your podcast, check us out. Tell Alexa, hey, play the Green Room Guide. She'll do it. She's a good gal. So, uh, on that note, that's pretty much our uh, socials. You know what I'm saying? YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, mm-hmm. Facebook, Twitter. Be sure to follow us. Those are the main five. We're still waiting to give away some swag, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know. I guess let's post up a easy giveaway for the people. You know what yep, I mean? Yep, so stay Follow tuned. Follow us on the socials. Look at on uh, probably Facebook and Instagram and Twitter for uh, – we'll tell you how you can win some free Gridiron Guide swag. Um, feeling a little under the weather. That's why I got the face mask on right now, although I'm alone. You know what I'm saying? Me and Gator here, so I uh, say not. But <laughs> the swag. So, all right. Week four, waiver wire show. So, before we go – we're just going to touch up real quick on some guys that we said last week. We probably said the week before. We probably said week one. If you didn't listen, we don't know why because you should have. But these guys are must-haves. you got to own them. Again, we already went over them, but, you know, you're going to hear a lot of handcuffs because guess what? Running backs keep getting injured. You yeah. Chuba and Alexander Madison have good – Chuba, obviously, McCaffrey got hurt in game. So mm-hmm. he came in got the workload. But uh, Chuba Hubbard definitely, you know, must own, put a lot of money if you have McCaffrey or if you need a running back for the next couple of weeks because he will be the starter for probably about two games, I'm guessing, because uh-huh. they're not putting McCaffrey in IR. Alexander Madison, you saw him come in uh start the game for Dalvin Cook, had a great game, so he's another one that we've been harping on. Chris Evans, rookie for the Bengals, I think he's going to be the main beneficiary if Joe Mixon goes down. Tony Jones Jr. on the Saints, um, Roundtree on the Chargers. Clippers, yeah. <laughs> Chargers. Uh, two other guys. Jameson Crowder, you heard us touch up on him on the DFS show. He didn't play this week. Uh, he's only 20% owned. Barrios has 21 targets in three games this year. Mm-hmm. Expect all those and possibly more to shift towards uh, Jameson Crowder when he is healthy. Mm-hmm. And another guy who actually, you know, on the Jets just got hurt with a concussion, but Elijah Moore, roughly 30% uh, ownership, got concussed, you know, hoping he obviously doesn't miss time, but. If he does, I still think he is going to be the long-term Jets wide receiver to own. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, let's go right in and uh, continue on the uh, waivers. Aaron, let's hear your top waiver pickup for this week. So if you guys are still um, – if, if you guys are uh, Josh Jacobs owners, um, I would probably tend to uh, go towards picking up Peyton Barber. He's only owning 7% of the leagues at the moment. Uh, you saw him uh, have a pretty good game against Miami's uh, defense. Miami's known to have a pretty good defense. So he seems to be the main back uh, getting a lot of carries for um, the Las Vegas Razors. I almost said Oakland. <laughs> yeah. We're almost used to it now. But, yeah, you saw yeah. him get 26 touches, 140 yards. 
Drake only had 11 touches for 55 yards. He outsnapped Drake by 11. Um, don't know why. What happened mm-hmm. to Drake? But you know, he just took a back seat, and Barber did not disappoint. So you was, know, what yeah, it's, it's like they're riding a the high hand there. Yeah, but Barber definitely looked better than Drake's looked. Uh, you know, all year. So for sure, for sure, Barber's got on there. Uh, my, you know, he was my second waiver pickup. So my top one. Hunter Renfro, little uh, stay on that team, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Yeah. Renfro's got 16 catches on 22 targets on the year. He's had five catches, 57 yards at least every single game this year. He's only 15% owned. So PPR league, if you had a wide receiver go down, if you need a good consistent wideout, Hunter Renfro seems to be not Carr's favorite target, but his most reliable target. So okay. uh, Hunter Renfro, definitely like that. I would put a, a good chunk of change. I don't think you have to put too much maybe about no. – 10-ish percent of your budget on him. Right. All right. Well, sticking with that team, how about Brian Edwards? Um, he, he's had 80 yards receiving the past two games. Um, obviously, week one, we saw heavy doses of um, Darren Waller. Those targets have since come down. Um, he had 19 targets week one. Darren Waller did. Now, in the past two weeks, he has seven in each game. So, see cars starting to spread the ball around a little bit. You already mentioned Hunter Renfro, which I have written down as well, but also like Brian Edwards. The offense is turning into uh, – some some fantasy usage, um, but then again, like I said before, I would probably put less money on Brian Edwards than I would on Hunter Murphy, like you said. So I'll probably put five percent um, for Edwards this week. Yep, and another guy we've mentioned in the past, you know, Derek Carr. So you know, if you need a quarterback, uh, their offense is looking pretty friendly fantasy wise. Mm-hmm. And you know, they said coming in the year, each wideout's going to have their own role. So Renfro, Rugs, and uh, Brian Edwards, you've seen them all get involved with the first three weeks of the year. So love to see it. All right, another one I like, Emmanuel Sanders. Six targets. Oh, no, not six targets every game. But he's got uh, – my stats are wrong here. He's roughly 30% owned. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's got about 16 targets in three games. Mm-hmm. So a lot of mouths on that uh, to feed on Buffalo. And, you know, there's a, you can't really go wrong with um, – well, you can. But Emmanuel Sanders, obviously Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, who we mentioned before, Dawson Knox, another guy I got on my list uh, who's averaged four t- – Targets a game, uh, has two touchdowns. He's only 10% owned, so if you need a tight end, there's a good one. So there's two guys on the Bills offense that uh, I think are kind of flying on the radar, and they both had a good game last week. And, I th- you know, expect them. Obviously, you don't want to start them at every, as an every-week player, but uh, plug-and-play kind of with uh, both of those guys. Yeah, definitely matchup base. Um, I was uh, late to the party on Emmanuel Sanders. I drafted him in a couple of my leagues. Um, Try to get him in another co-managed league that uh, – um, obviously, I got overruled in, but hopefully, my co-managers listen to me next time. Um, James Conner on the in that co-manager league. Who picked up in that league? <laughs> <laughs> you did, you did, you did. It's funny. Uh, James Conner, um, owner of roughly seven percent of the leagues. Uh, he, you saw him uh, get get a touchdown this week. Um, it sees he's in a timeshare with uh, Chase uh, Edmonds. But um, he's definitely looked like the better back so far this year. So I expect him to get a little bit more more uses out of him. That that offense obviously is very friendly, uh, fantasy friendly, as you saw. Um, some wide receivers kind of step up again. Christmas Kirk had a good had a good uh, week. And how about AJ Green? I'm going to talk about AJ Green too. After Dalton um, last week. At the Dalton last week, he definitely proved uh, that he can uh, still ball in the league. Um, DeAndre Hopkins is. Maybe teams are game planning against DeAndre Hopkins, kind of helping the other people open up a little bit. Um, 
Yeah, so AJ Green does have some fantasy uh, relevance if you need to start him uh, if you have an injury or something like that. I wouldn't spend too much uh, money on a, on a budget for him, but I would definitely add him. Yeah, you know what I like most about AJ Green? Six targets in every game this year. He's yep. the one that gets it. So um, roughly 20% owned. I'm on board with it. Uh, you, I'm not going to say you've seen you know AJ Green resurrected, but you know if he's healthy, he's obviously not leading upon as much as he has been early on in his career. Uh, he's a veteran now. He's kind of taking a back seat, but he's definitely still playing a lot. Second most snaps uh, every week for that team. And, you know, Hopkins, you know, his injury concerns so, or injury history. So he always yeah. plays through it, but he's not always going to be 100%. And I expect A.J. Green to kind of step up and take uh, take a lot of the load off of D-Hop's shoulders. Yeah. Two other wideouts. So my boy every year, Josh Gordon, had to just mention him. Signing <laughs> with the Chiefs. Um, look for him to kind of be that kind of big possession. You know, Sammy Watkins' role from last year, Sammy Hammy, but – you know, we haven't seen him in a while, so I'm kind of excited to see what he can do. You know, he can still ball. We saw him, I think, what, two years ago play with the Patriots, and I think he averaged like 50 yards a game in yeah. his six-ish games, however many he played there. Uh, I think he's still got it. Uh, another weapon for Kansas City that they don't need, but, you know, the rich get richer. Josh Gordon, put a buck on him. Don't put, you know, anything at all. You know, he's not going to be a consistent contributor because you got Tyreek Hill and uh, Travis Kelsey. But mm-hmm. he's still worth it. Oh, for sure. Um, to, <clears throat> I'm going to switch gears real quick and uh, talk about a guy that no one probably knows about. Uh, Nick Westbrook. Can't pronounce his other part of his last name. Inakia, yeah. Yeah, Inakia, yeah, for the for Tennessee Titans. Um, seems like they don't have a lot of wide receiver depth this year. Um, you have two rep receivers who are injury-prone, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. You saw A.J. Brown go down with, I believe it's a hamstring or groin injury. Um, this guy is not, yeah, he's not owning any leagues because no one knows who he, no, no one knows who he is. Kind of a deep, deep. Uh, if you're in a deep league, you know, twelve man league, I would look towards him to um, stash him. You know, just in case AJ Green doesn't start. Um, you know, I wouldn't. You know, maybe maybe put a dollar on him, but I don't, I don't think people are looking towards him. But that's kind of one of those deep, deep sleepers. And then um, you already mentioned Hunter, <clears throat> Hunter Renfro. Uh, how about the, a, a, a guy that I like, Marquez Callaway? Um, kind of had a, you know, it was kind of like that preseason darling that a lot of people had. You know, a lot of people drafted him, you know, relatively higher than he should have uh, been drafted. And a lot of people dropped him because he's only owned in, you know, 45% of the of Yahoo leagues. Uh, we saw him had a pretty good game against <clears throat> against a pretty good defense in New England Patriots. So maybe he can get some confidence going on him and Jameis to move him towards a little bit. I would probably put a little bit more on him than I would uh, on uh, Edwards, uh, maybe about 10% for him. All right. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, we'll see now a long-term solution, but a good filler for, you know, the next couple of weeks, I think, at wideout. I'm going to name one more wideout, then tight end, and I'm done on my list. So uh, Anthony Miller, you saw him play his first game for the Houston Texans. Nobody thought we'd talk about the Texans uh, any week. But uh, Anthony Miller, I like what he did. Four catches on six targets for 20 yards and a touchdown. So uh, played over 60% of the snaps. Again, this was his first game. I don't recall if he was serving a suspension or just injured. But uh, Anthony Miller, he was a sleeper of mine when he was on the Bears. Got traded to Houston early on. And, uh, you know, I, he's a good shifty slot wide out. Whoever the quarterback is in Houston, I think could, uh, you know, you see Cooks obviously get heavy usage. I think Anthony Miller could, uh, you know, don't expect a touchdown every game, but – 
I could see him getting, you know, six catches for 40 yards, you know, not a lot of yards per catch, uh, but the volume is definitely there. Houston sucks. They're going to have to throw it a lot. So Anthony Miller. Okay. You want to mention your last your, your last one really quick? Last one, Evan Ingram. I talk about him all the time. I knew time. it. <laughs> he said I wouldn't talk about him anymore this year, you know, because he's burned me once. Shame on me. Burned me twice. You know, shame on you. But, uh, yeah, Evan Ingram, 40% owned. He had six targets. He did fumble. Cost, you know, I don't think it was too costly, but uh, they did lose a game. You see these mistakes he makes a lot still, the drop balls, the fumbles. You know, if he just got over that – catch the ball, protect the ball. I think he could be, you know, a great tight end in this league. He's still young. He's still raw, but uh, he's definitely very talented. So, Evan Ingram, you know, you got six targets. You saw Shepard go down, which is kind of Daniel Jones' uh, you know, go-to yeah. guy. Yeah. Uh, he's got a hammy, you know, tricky hammies can be. So, look for Evan Ingram to pick up some slack and, uh, you know, all those other giant wideouts. But, uh, I think Ingram will be next in line. He'll be, you know, take up most of those targets from Shepard's uh, absence. Yeah, I like it. I, I I left that one for you. I knew you would mention him. I'm gonna give you two tight ends, and I'm done. Um, normally, George is a guy who loves tight ends, so I let him go. Uh, but Tyler Con- Conklin on the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Um, I actually picked him up in my league where you can only hold four receivers for running backs, whatever case may be. So I needed a, another bench tight end for Kyle Pitts. Um, Conklin uh, kind of showed some promise. Um, you know, with a decent amount of, of target share and that, that offense, it's Kirk Cousins having a pretty good year so far, being able to spread the football around. You see Thielen had a good game. Jefferson, uh, a guy we talked about last week, KJ Osborne. So <clears throat> looks like they uh, might have found a tight end that they'd like in Tyler Conklin. And then uh, the Panthers just traded away Dan Arnold. And a lot of insiders believe it was because they have a guy by the name of Trimble. Uh, what's his first name? Uh, let me look Is it Tommy? Tommy Trimble? Yep. yep. Okay. Rookie. Yeah. It's a rookie. They, they're actually pretty, uh, apparently pretty excited about him. That's why they're, you know, they decided to trade the free agent signing and Dan Arnold, who they, you know, spent, spent a decent amount of money on Dan Arnold. Uh, and then they traded him obviously to Jacksonville Jaguars. So look out for him to uh, maybe have a little bit of a role in that offense. Cause why else would they trade a, a free agent um, away just to give him some more playing time? So, yeah, and Tommy Trumbull, he did catch a touchdown in the preseason. Coming into the year, he was, I think, you know, beyond a doubt, the best blocking tight end of the rookies that got drafted. Uh, they said, you know, he would be on the field a lot, but uh, as a receiver, you know, they thought he was still pretty raw and not going to you know, be very beneficial. But if they trade away Dan Arnold already, I think they're either going to try to mold him into that or they're just going to throw him into the fire and, you know, he could be a good, solid tight end. So Yeah, hope for the best. Yep, did some research on him for a rookie draft. That's the only reason I know, you know, some of the random things about him. But <laughs> nice, nice, nice. So, yeah, not too, not too many, uh, you know, huge waivers. You know, obviously, if you've been listening to us in the past, uh, shout out to Big League Chew. You know what I'm saying? He's been listening to us. He started Madison last week. He has Chuba Hubbard. He's in good shape because he's been listening to us. Be sure to listen to us. Let us know your, you know, thoughts, comments, concerns. Message us if you ever have a. You're in a conundrum. Do I drop this guy to pick this guy up? You know what I'm saying? If you had Chuba at one point but dropped him for somebody else, you know, we didn't tell you to do that. So check with us for roster advice. We are here for you guys. We're here for the people. So please check us out. Interact with us. We'd love to hear what you say. If you think we suck, you know, if we think we fucked up, we missed this guy, we spending too much money on this guy, tell us. 
Exactly. Hear what you got to say, you know, and we yeah. want to you know, have some back and forth. We love the interaction with our fans. We're going to stay, you know what I'm saying, uh, live on Twitch for a little bit longer. Talk to our fans, hear what you guys got to say. Uh, unless you have anything else to Aaron, unless nah. you have anything else to add, Aaron, I think that That's wraps it. up the week three waiver show. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, y'all, for listening. We out. Peace. <laughs>